0: Welcome to the Holistic Birth Podcast, where we put the power in families' hands to have the safe, satisfying journey they deserve. My name is Allison. And I'm Bridget. We are two doulas who love bringing information along
1: with inspiration to help you feel confident and powerful in your choices throughout the birthing
0: year. We cover all topics around pregnancy, birth, and beyond. We're so glad you're here.
1: Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Holistic Birth Podcast. This is episode 17, and today we're going to be talking about delayed cord clamping versus optimal
0: cord closure. Yeah. Yes. So, delayed cord clamping is the practice of allowing the umbilical cord to continue to deliver... The rest of the blood to baby um, that's stored within the placenta. Um, With delayed cord clamping, that's the terminology um, you might find with a lot of providers or birth settings. Um, The standard for like amount of time, that's always like the question is well, how long? (laughs) How long do we delay clamping? Um, Mm -hmm. We're just gonna say several times it's very beneficial to keep that cord attached and flowing. There's no rush typically, which we'll get into the scenarios and everything. But um, ACOG um, recommends at least 30 to 60 seconds minimum. Um, the World Health Organization recommends um, the cord shouldn't be clamped earlier than one minute, so at least a minute. And then the American College of Nurse Midwives says five minutes after birth in full-term infran- infants, which is 37 weeks. Um, but really, um, there's a lot of benefits. And, yes, um, yeah, so that's kind of the, sh- the, the overview of delayed cord clamping, the time. We'll talk about the benefits, but can maybe if you want to share, Bridget, how is that different from optimal cord closure, that term.
1: Yeah. So optimal cord closure is basically waiting until the cord is white. So no pulsing. You won't see any, you know, blood flow going to the baby. Um, and so yeah, waiting until it's completely white and you can actually birth the placenta afterwards, leave that attached even, um, cause sometimes, you know, it just all depends. There's no like set time that it's done it's done when it's done so <laughs> <laughs> um waiting till like cord is white is just making sure that your baby is getting all the blood and stem cells all that good stuff that um mm-hmm. they really need to prevent like anemia and stuff like that so we'll get more into detail on that um it does not increase the risk of postpartum hemorrhage um and the benefits are again incredible yes. so yeah because truthfully
0: it. this blood that we're clamping um sometimes too early is baby's blood
1: yes it's it's baby <laughs> it's and placenta blood. It them. <laughs> yes
0: it is theirs um so the benefits of optimal cord closure of delaying that clamping and cutting um waiting for white ideally is that we see increased hemoglobin levels at birth the iron stores are increased when um in baby which obviously can also help um like long like long-term, like six months down the road even. yeah, Um, It helps baby with like both physical and emotional development and growth. It is packed with stem cells and that helps with baby's immune system and their growth as well. And it also can still be done with a cesarean birth. I even had a client Mm -hmm. actually who I think, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast already, but she wanted the placenta to be birthed um with baby and then like they just waited with baby um over on the or table yeah waited for the placenta placenta was birthed and then they both were brought over to the warmer and continued delay like full really good delayed cord clamping um several minutes several minutes um the cord was white Dad cut and did the final cut, it was like good. So yeah, it that was can, perfect. Yeah. Can be done. Yeah, um, absolutely. There are better outcomes for even premature babies, too. It improve, pr- improves that um, transition circulation. It decreases um, a need for a blood transfusion. It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and even um, those extra few minutes can really help with the neurodevelopment um, for for your child several years later. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, very um, cool. Yeah, so that's kind of the overview of the benefits of it. Um, Obviously, it sounds fantastic. And Mm -hmm. most of the time, the majority of the time, it is. And it's like, it's great. A lot of things can work around it. Um, There's also something called a lotus birth, which we sort of hinted at already. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you want to share about that, Bridget?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, like I said before, that's um, typically when the placenta is birthed. And again, the cord is still attached. Um, and basically you just wait for the cord to fall off on its own. So you leave it attached to the placenta for, I think it takes about three days or so, maybe less. Um, but yeah, it just dries up and Mm detaches on its own. Yeah. Um, so yeah, lotus births are pretty cool and they're absolutely fine to do, so yeah. yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. yeah
0: if you do if you did, did want to do something with your placenta like placenta encapsulation, usually it's like contraindicated because yeah, of the that the storage sense. of the placenta. Yeah. But if you're not planning on doing anything with your placenta where you're consuming it, um then yeah, lotus birth is pretty cool. Yeah. Um yep. yeah, just waiting for yeah, waiting for that. Um Disconnect really on its own Um, I've seen people where they do like a variation Where it's important to them that baby and the placenta Are existing outside of the womb Mm -hmm. Together for X amount of time And then maybe then do some sort of Yeah clamping, burning, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we should talk about that. Cord, yeah. cord burning. What yeah. is that, Bridget? Yeah, it's another option.
1: <laughs> yeah. So again, waiting until the cord is white and, you know, again, the placenta is still attached to the baby and the cord. Um, there's uh, definitely like different methods of doing it. So um, basically uh, you and your partner or another family member, if it's another child, you can um, burn the cord with a candle. Um, a lot of people like to use like beeswax candles because they're obviously more natural, Um, but you can buy like these really cool little boxes that have like little cut out grooves in each, you know, side of them. And you just, um, hold the candle that way, you know, it protects you from, you know, getting burnt or wax on you. Um, and you just put the cord, you know, across the box and then put the two candles. If you're watching the video, I'm kind of showing. (laughs) Between the put on the two candles like across, um, in, um, over the, in obviously the flame over the umbilical cord and you just wait there until it burns. Of course, this doesn't hurt the baby or anything like that. Um, and it, you know keep it a pretty safe distance that way there's no like heat you know causing problems um, And it takes about like 10-15 minutes um, for it to to burn so um, some people are kind of surprised that it takes so long but it's just like a really nice way of like honoring the placenta and um, just a nice slow way and gentle way of detaching um, the baby from mm-hmm. the placenta um, so it's just a very symbolic nice thing to do because the placenta is where the baby lived for you know the birthing year mm-hmm. and it supplied all those nutrients and yeah. was the baby's home for a while. So it's just a really nice way to kind of honor that. So
0: placenta does really like an underrated organ. It really is. Say. It's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. But a yeah. lot of it there is, I mean, you don't have to, you know, eat it raw. Like there are other ways to honor it and say like that was, that was pretty amazing. Everything that it did. Yeah. Um, I've had, People that, um, like have frozen their placenta and they're not quite sure what to do about it. And then they come to me with it after and they're like, I want to do like a placenta print. Like there's a lot you can do yeah, with yeah. the placenta, which we'll talk about in a later episode. But, um, y- yeah, there's really like a lot of beauty to be able to have that symbolism, that yeah. slow kind of separation. Yeah. Um,
1: I did have a question for you about the placenta waiting for, um, Like after it's out, how long is the period of time that it's like no longer able to be ingested? Is there like like four hours? Oh, okay. So it can be room temp for
0: like up to four hours. um, And then ideally it's put on ice in the fridge. If you're not going to do anything with it consumption wise for like four to five days, Mm -hmm. um, then it's best to just freeze it um, uh, and then thawing it right before you're about to do something with it. But yeah, that's kind of the the thing. It doesn't have to go right on ice immediately. Right. um, So you do have some time, um, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's
1: the option of burying your placenta too, but yes. and we're getting into placenta stuff now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the but. other end of the umbilical cord. It is. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So in,
0: <laughs> in most scenarios you certainly can wait for white. Um, and you can do your skin to skin time, um, as long as you want. Um, it's really good to kind of also kind of be prepared for, uh, which scenarios might, prevent it from being a priority. Yeah, it might prevent it from being a priority. So obviously the benefits are fantastic and very supportive for, I guess, the reasoning why we want to really just delay that as long as possible and waiting for white. Um, But if for some reason um, one of these situations might come up, um, you might not be able to do the lotus birth, the burning, um, anything extended like that. And in theory, um, you might not even get to do like that um one five whatever however many minutes of it it might just be like thirty seconds or something. So um in the scenarios that I kind of want to bring up are in the case of like hemorrhaging, um for whatever reason, um, or if there's like a placenta abruption or placenta previa. Um Usually there needs to be a little bit more involvement in hands-on care from the staff. Sometimes you might be overwhelmed, so you actually might want to hand baby to your partner because you're trying to focus as well. So if there's anything like that where your care needs to be very immediate for you and they need to kind of um, like get in the space type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, handing baby to your partner and they can do skin-to-skin or whoever, um, mm-hmm. that can be really helpful as... Um, as like some sort of um comfort i guess yeah um and then also if baby's needing um immediate like resuscitation that's usually the main thing that the providers who are maybe it wasn't like really common back in the day when they did their training um usually our understanding is there's not really been a lot of like evidence for why we did clamp it so early it just was something that became common practice um Mm. i think to yeah just to fly through the fly through that process and get on to the next thing. Um, but we've really, everyone's, all the organizations have really understood like, yeah, we do want to delay it. And I think there's different schools of thought on like how long to delay it. But um, yeah, if for some reason baby is needing resuscitation um, or any respiratory support, usually they would recommend clamping and cutting, bringing baby to the infant warmer nearby, which is usually in the same room um, where they then can have like their tools um, to, to support that resuscitation or whatever protocol they need sometimes there are very easy ways to bring over whatever is needed so um if if you um if baby did need a little suction or something from like a bulb syringe okay they can bring that to you but if for some reason they did need something more advanced then the benefits of cl- clamping and cutting early to go and help baby with that mm-hmm. obviously would outweigh the other benefits of um delaying an optimal core course closure. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes the baby, you know, comes out and the cord's short. So it's, you know, obviously the baby on your tummy is still okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, dip- some, you know, some moms really want the baby like up on their chest immediately. So, you know, do what you feel is best for you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, delaying or having the optimal cord closure is ideal. But if you're just like really fe- struggling with that short cord, you mm-hmm. can of course have it cut yeah. s- soon too. Right. But, or if you're wanting to yeah. move
0: on to, to nursing and you're yeah, like, sure. okay, I'm yep. going to get this kid up to to yeah. the, like to my chest or something. Like you, yeah, you... That could be like when you decide as well. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: But if you can wait till you know your placenta is out, then mm-hmm. that way you can then bring your baby up to you, you can do that too. Yeah. So there's there's options there, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so the other um, thing too is if you um, plan on doing like any cord banking for you know future medical use or anything like that, um, they'll if you wait obviously for optimal cord closure, there's not going to be any as blood much. there. So mm-hmm. as, as as much, yeah. <laughs> so just something to think about there too, if um, you know. They you want to do that sort of thing, mm. uh, but most of the time, yeah, you can continue to do skin to skin, and the staff uh, the staff can work with you um, and around you, getting the baby's vital signs, um, offering medications, you know, doing all those kind of things, whatever might be going on. They can still do those things, mm-hmm. you know, with allowing yeah. the the cord to do its optimal
0: mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen it's it's. I think we're lucky that some of the hospitals around us, um, yeah, do. Yep like this it is standard of care to, like they're not in a rush anymore and yeah I've been yeah. at other areas where it's 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 still hard to they might say it's standard but they'll kind of clamp it and cut it after 15 seconds or 30 right, seconds yeah. so it's not there there is there have been some studies done too about like about the time frame mm-hmm. a lot of the blood does get into the baby um back to the baby um I think by like one to two minutes or something like that um yep but If you really allowed that delay at least till five minutes, the chance of, I think it's a third percent of the blood um, that Mm -hmm. could be left behind, then gets to continue to baby. So if you clamp it right at birth or kind of like 30, 60 seconds maximum, it's possible that a third could be left behind. Um, Right. Yeah. And. I've, I've also heard some providers, which we were just talking about before. Yep. (laughs) uh, Before we have to record, um, was that, um, some providers will say like the benefits are kind of done now, or I've heard someone say, well there's kind of this back and forth so really there's like no point anymore there is a, a give and a take between baby and the cord and the placenta with the way that the blood is circulating but yeah. at the end of that time that blood is going to end up with baby so exactly it's, it's not harming you or baby to continue that process um right yeah and so there's obviously a lot of benefits for waiting for white. And you can definitely advocate for, um, your baby's blood to be returned fully to them. Um, which obviously would help with all those nice benefits. Um, and you can definitely turn to your partner, your doula, or even your nurse. If you're like, I "I really trust this nurse too. Like if, if, if that's a really big priority, they'll they'll support you and they'll try they'll do everything they can to be like oh wait don't don't clamp that yet you know yeah we want to wait longer yeah you know
1: yeah I've had a client specifically say like on their their birth plan like I want my doula to tell me when or say when it's okay to you know because mm-hmm. like their partners like they're you're they're in the moment and they're focusing on the baby you. just
0: being born yeah yeah if so. you're doing skin to skin it's sometimes hard to like look down yeah you can't really, really like, see yeah exactly yeah. So, so it's okay to turn to like your partner your doula your nurse just be like by the way is that yeah what, well what's the status first that's that's something yeah. i try to help um train i guess my my the partners that i work with they'll yep. the, if we t- were talking about like oh are you gonna cut the cord mm-hmm. usually it's a yes for some people they're gonna wait to be you know it's, it's gonna be a spur of the moment thing yeah um but usually it's like if they know that delayed cord clamping or optimal cord closure is important to them, then it's kind of like this default of, okay, are you going to be ready to cut the cord or do you want to cut the cord? Um, the partner could immediately say, well, is it done pulsing? Do, like let's not clamp until it's done pulsing just as an immediate thing. And you right. can visually see what it looks like when, um, right at birth. And then several minutes later, mm-hmm. um, yeah. if you go on, honestly you could Google some pictures of like the umbilical cord and try to understand yep. like it, you can see when it's full, um, the yeah, color a and everything. Yeah. Versus yep. like the white. Um, and I do plan to do a social media post related to this episode that will kind of compare yeah that's a great idea yeah we want you to help like it's good to help know like what to look for yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah and we'll we'll
1: also link like the lotus birth and the candle burning so Mm -hmm. people that are interested in that they can have resources to that so yeah cool
0: great all right that's it i think that's it let us know if you have any questions of course
1: i'll always here
0: for you at any time um hope you have a good rest of your day and we'll talk to you later yeah see you next time (laughs) thanks bye
1: That's it for this
0: topic. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the show notes for any resources or links that we mentioned today. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on your preferred podcast platform. And also be sure to give us a review.
1: It really helps us grow and reach more people who could benefit from this info. Also check us out on YouTube and visit our blog where we have this podcast transcribed for you.
0: We would love to connect over social media too and we're just an email away if you have any questions or if you want to request a topic to be covered. We hope this helps your mind,
1: body, and soul in having the supported and holistic journey you are so deserving of. Embrace the power within you.